0: This match day 21, Brad, it's continued. Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrefbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And the SGPN merch store. 15% off everything when you use the promo code PLAYOffs. Welcome everybody to the Premier League gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is, yeah, I've got no idea. Uh, Wednesday, the seventeenth of January. There we go. Uh, we are here to uh, pick over what I believe was a successful midweek of FA Cup picks in stark contrast to the third round day itself. And we've got the second half of uh, match day 21, the little uh, split games, five games last weekend. We did all right, uh, five games this weekend. Joining me, uh, I think he's back, uh, had a bit of a day of it, I believe, it's Mr Barry Penaluna. Buzz, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, it's been frantic today. I um, literally just got back um, from Newcastle about 10 minutes ago. Um, but yeah, been been up for a funeral, so not the best of days, um, although, you know, always nice to catch up with family and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so I, uh, funeral at 10.30 this morning uh, for my gran who died over Christmas, uh, in the pub for half past 11 and had about seven <laughs> hours. Where,
0: where hour did since... Have you been
1: in St. Or... No, we went to PTE Club, Chiles Road. Oh, nice! Just Road, and uh, I've had about seven hours worth of gin in me. Um, I'm now hungover because I've had three hours in the car. Um, you try driving after half a liter of gin, Malcolm. It's hard, to, to like. <laughs> no, especially
0: with your laptop on your knee, Barry, as well, making notes. I
1: mean, you no, know, obviously the other half is driving. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I am starting to now feel a little bit ropey, having not had a drink for three hours. Um, and I sat and thought, should I have a glass of wine with this? Uh, oh, podcast, yeah. and I thought, no, I went for a, a glass of water. I thought, let's be sensible. Um, so well, yeah.
0: you mess- you messaged me about three hours ago saying you were full of gin, and then I thought, oh, no, this might not be good. But then, you never waver, like, whether you're <laughs> drunk hungover, really drunk, you you only waver about 2% from the norm anyway. I mean, I'm up and down like a bride's nightly, like, um, you never go far, so I knew you were fairly, I knew you'd be sitting there absolutely fine, but.
1: I think the only thing to say is uh, I caveat any of my picks tonight with the fact I am <laughs> Like I hadn't looked at anything because we drove up to Newcastle last night late on. Didn't get up there till 11 o'clock at night and then busy all day today. day. So I haven't had a lot of time looking at it. So I have been doing it on my knee, in the car, on the laptop. Um, so I have very brief analysis of these games. Uh, but I do have a pick for every game. That's all that matters. Uh but yeah, I'll definitely caveat with the fact uh I haven't paid a huge amount of attention. Um, but yeah, we're here, that's all I that think, matters. Still I think uh,
0: you built up enough, you built up enough sassi- credit bars
1: sassi- over the last the oh, got, yeah, he's still that's, got his funeral shoot off. I've literally just walked in and put a hoodie on. <laughs> I've still got me. <coughs> Shirt and black towel, oh, and then all right, oh, hey, Barry. Me. It's what Nana would
0: have wanted. Let's be honest, she would have wanted you <laughs> sitting here making pics for everybody. Um, no, I mean, I appreciate you joining us because I mean, I am um, a bit of a shit day being an adult myself. Just that you know a couple of friends I found out were going through some stuff as well, and then obviously I knew you were doing what you were doing today. Um, my daughter's 14 tomorrow, so she came downstairs before she was full of it as well. Um but you was, and because I was a little bit melancholy anyway, like, and then she was so grown up and beautiful. I was good. That was sending, o- sending us over the edge, but I was a bit emotional. So I very much appreciate the fact that we can sit here today and uh, amongst friends, amongst all the people who are in the chat and with each other, and have a little bit of daylight, Barry, by making some picks and talking some football and being stupid for 45 minutes. Um, yeah, it's appreciated because I'm sure there's listeners who've got shit going on as well. Um, the daughter's birthday tomorrow, Barry. What I think she's done is Googled things that cost £200 and just okay. asked for all of them. I don't think she cares what it is, as long as it costs £200. Christ, absolutely. It's a good job I work non-stop through December because I'd be in the poor house. So um, we need to pick some winners, um, as it stands. FA Cup weekend uh, midweek replays. have just finished about half an hour ago uh, with Nottingham Forest and Blackpool. Going to extra time for a squeeze through. I did all right. We made four picks. I returned four and a half units. Newport was a lovely pick. Pick the week six to four Newport. And then Everton Palace both teams to score no. And I think I I said one of these teams will win 1-0. And it was never not going to hit. So I did all right. Happy. uh, Keep chipping away with a little bit of profit. But I know you did great last night. Yeah, We were back up another uh, ladder last night, Barry. And then you hit... Uh, the rest of the stuff tonight as well?
1: Yeah, I had absolutely everything on the FA Cup picks. Um, I made four picks, four games. Um, hit a lot. If you took the three together last night, you'd have got a 10-1 to 1 treble. That was Newport. It was Wolves to score two or more. And it was Luton six or more corners. Those three all came in. And then tonight I had Forest to score two or more. The corner ladder, which we put out on Luton, as you know, Malcolm, and, um, New Year resolution was more ladders. We hit the Dubravka <laughs> saves ladder. We hit the new the Man City shots ladder at the weekend. We put the Luton corner ladder started at six. You were getting eleven to ten plus one ten for six corners. They had seven by half time, so we'd cashed the two to one shot by half time, and they went up to nine. Felt a little bit unfortunate not to go further. Haven't got to seven at half time. You think we'll hit tens and elevens here? Uh, but you can't get greedy. Yeah. The eleven, the nine, I think... Where the, you
0: went wrong, Barry, was you messaged me. I can tell you I'm quite excited. The yeah, minute you messaged excited. me, it just stopped. You, that, I mean, don't make that mistake again. That should have been your resolution. Don't let me in
1: on any of these yeah. uh, winners because I'll mush up. Well yeah, we got all the way up to a six to one shot on the ladder anyway. So we've done good. I know Pat had got involved. Uh, Brian and Lenny from the Discord had, had got involved. So there was a few people on the ladder, which was good to see. Um, but yeah, four out of four, absolutely smashed it. Um, as James in the chat says Baz wishes it was FA Cup every week yeah. um, This week yeah the, the, the previous round of FA Cup games Wasn't brilliant uh, I think they just about broke even um, But yeah cracking week for me Couldn't have asked for any more um, Really really solid um, midweek set, session So good stuff uh,
0: You just mentioned Lenny the uh, Lenny the Cheese Farmer uh, Chat in the Discord channel this week which Has been a highlight after you did the uh, cheese or motorway services quiz last week. Turns out that Lenny's got 700 sheep and he's knocking out cheese at a rate of not, or he was anyway. Um, so that made me laugh this week. And the the YouTube comments is uh, live and kicking, who Callum was first in. Uh, Ty Duke, uh, James, hope you're enjoying your Holly Bob still in London. Courtney's here. Uh, we've got the James that we were just talking about there. Uh, Pat is buzzing that Norwich, got a win in the FA Cup tonight. And Brett, our resident and only uh, Fulham fan is here as well. So good evening, everybody. I've been watching a little bit of AFCON in Asian Baz. Um, China failed to score again, all 1.41 billion of them. Yeah, another nil-nil draw to take. <laughs> Come on, lads, you can do it. Uh see if we can stick one in the net before you get knocked out of that tournament. Um, my hundred and one shots went all right though, Baz. Jordan won 3-0 against Malaysia. Um, so unless something terrible happens, he'll get out of the group in Guinea who were me hundred to one shots in Africa got a draw against Cameroon and also they're in a decent position. Um I've noticed a couple of things about the African cup. Baz. First thing is I love the kits kits tonight. Uh, the DR Congo against um, Zambia tonight was great. A great kit matchup. Uh, Zambia had this bronze affair. I haven't really seen a bronze kit before. There's the odd gold kit, but this was a bronze affair and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, but what you do get in AFCON, bars, and this is from the past. This is from history. This was it used to be a staple in international tournaments. The directors and the cameraman, Barry, aren't afraid to show an attractive woman when the ball's gone out for a throwing Like, that used to be a thing all the time, didn't it? Ball would go yeah, out, yeah. like, oh, yes, a bird with big knockers. Um, and you don't see that anymore. I think the last tournament I remember, that was Brazil 2014, was it? The World Cup? And now you don't see it anymore. It's back. In Africa, it's absolutely fine. It's thrown for Angola. Here's a couple of lovely birds. Corner to Mauritania. Look at her boobs. Like, it's quality. So, I'm all for that. Um, And I think that's about all my my news and notes, Barry, before we get on with making any picks. Do you have anything else?
1: No, I think that's about it from the FA Cup. Um, I haven't had the chance to watch a lot of it, to be fair. So, not caught up with a lot. Obviously, West Ham... Went out last night to Bristol City, continue to be very yeah. unpredictable at the moment. West Ham, not Forest, not Forest, you can't say not Forest, Nottingham Forest, um, <laughs> made hard work of it last night. Um, but no, no other observations from this midweek. No other observations. So we've got the second half of this uh, Premier League slate uh, to
0: get into. There's tons of ads, Baz. I'm going to read some out now. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs bringing you an offer makes helps the playoff make help the playoffs electrifying that's not even right new customers bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets download the DraftKings Sportsweek app now use the code SGP new customers bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsweek with SGP the crown is yours gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www1800 gamblenet in New York. Call 8778 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY 467369. In Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boutil Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. That's 7 days. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. In terms of responsible gaming resources. Did you get all that, Baz? So, no Friday night game. The Friday night game was last week was Luton Burnley because it was moved because of the FA Cup. Uh, so we start on Saturday lunchtime, um, 12:30 kickoff, 7:30 Eastern time between Arsenal and Crystal Palace. Arsenal are 1-3, 3:33. Three, the draw is 19-4. Plus 5.75. Crystal Palace are 8-1. to one. Um, So, yeah, Arsenal are making a bit of a dog's breakfast of this at the moment. Um, that's out the fourth now. They've got no win in three in the league. Um, they lost the last two. And they're out of the cup after losing to Liverpool as well. So, a bad spell. They've actually lost three of the last five in the Premier League. Um, one of the patterns we've really liked since we started this show... Is Arsenal to smash up sort of bad teams at home, bottom-half teams at home. Um, but it hasn't really happened this year. Um, and I wasn't interested in an in, in Arsenal ladder, a, a team total, a, a, a handicap, anything like that. Um, Palace are in a right mess, so I've got no interest in anything Palace are up to at the minute. They won the last, won the last game. Um, some of these... Teams haven't played for ages, so the form lines are a bit sort of truncated just because we've had FA Cup, we've had FA Cup replays, and we've had a blank weekend. Um, so it's hard to sort of apply recent form. But the big Brentford, who were been the league whipping boys, really, recently in the last game, um, that was on the 30th of December. But before that, they had no win in eight. Um, they've looked terrible in both games against um, Everton in The FA Cup, obviously, oh, they weren't terrible tonight, but you just they never look like scoring a goal. Um, so not interested in an in underdog here either with Crystal Palace. Um, they've got no Alise. I don't know when Elise is going to be back. If Palace are going to get a result, they need Elise and Eze in the team. Um, otherwise, you've just got to put a line through them. Like some of the stats I've, I picked out, Baz, which led to my pick here. Um, Arsenal scoring goals at home, 2.2 goals per game at home. And in 80% of their games, Baz, they've scored in the first half at home. Um, Palace um, are conceding uh, 1.45 goals per game away um, and have conceded 70% of the time in the first half as well. So Arsenal to be leading at half-time, Barry, is 4-5, to five, minus 125. It was a difficult game because you've got a very short price favourite but then I wasn't interested in any ladder. But I didn't want to factor in the underdog either. I think Arsenal probably win. Um, but yeah, Arsenal is half time. Is four to five minus one twenty five. Plus.
1: But... Yeah. So my my first thought when I looked at this, three to ten Arsenal is a very short price for the form they're in. Um, as you see, three defeats in a row, just one win in seven. Uh, then you look at Palace, just one win in ten for Palace in all competitions. And it probably is a good fixture for Arsenal to bounce back. But even at home, Arsenal have lost the last two. Um, Six of the last seven Arsenal games have gone under two and a half goals, which sort of pushed us that way at first. But then you look at the Palace, and Palace have gone over two and a half in the last four of the last five. So sort of contrasting form lines there. But I think while Arsenal are struggling for goals, and, and Palace... Are often capable of keeping keeping things tight in games like this. I, I just I, I felt I could lean towards Palace, not to win the game or anything, but but possibly on the handicap. Arsenal have won just four of the last ten league games now, and only two of them won, were won by more than a single goal. Um, we've said all season Arsenal aren't blowing anyone away at the moment, and I just think Palace can keep it close. I'll take Palace on the handicap plus one and a half. At 10 to 11 minus 110, so I'm not saying Palace will win it, but Palace can lose by a goal and I'll still catch that. So, yeah, the, the bet for me is Palace on the handicap plus one and a half at 10 to 11.
0: Yeah, I think we're both kind of on the same lines there just to sort of keep it close. Arsenal alleged it, um, but there wasn't much attractive, um, in any of these markets. The, this next game, uh, I'm pleased you're leading off here, Baz, because I've changed my mind on this. Three or four times in the last three or four hours. Um the game is a 5 30 kickoff um 12 30 Eastern time between Brentford and Nottingham Forest. Uh, Brentford are 9-10 minus 111. The draw is 13 to 5
1: plus 260. And Nottingham Forest are three to one, Barry. Yeah, I mean I'm leading off, Morgan but I've got a very brief summary for this one and a okay. short price short price pick as well. Um first of all, I, Ivan Tony returns this weekend. Um, so definitely keen to keep an eye out to see how he gets on. Um Brentford in horrible form though. And my initial lean here would have been towards Forrest just due to the current form of the two sides. But then Forrest have made hard work of Blackpool, drew with him last week, drew with him, went extra time tonight. Um so has the Nuno um new manager bounce came to an end. Who knows? Ivan Tony sorted. Of Brings a different element to Brentford now. Is it enough? Um, does he is he just going to turn up, wave a magic wand, and suddenly Brentford are back to you know the the sort of levels we we're at last season? I'm not so sure about that. No win in seven for Brentford, um, but they have managed to score a goal in each of those in six of those seven games. So even when they're losing, they're still scoring a goal. I haven't seen. In enough of Forest, knew to trust them to to win this away as an, as an underdog. I mean, they're a, they're a reasonable price here, Forest. Um, what do we say, three to one? Forrest is a big price, but I, I didn't fancy them. I decided to go with both teams to score. Um, I just feel like it's an obvious play. It's it's hitting five, the last five for Brentford. Um, no, it's hit. Yeah, it's hit the last five for Brentford. Sorry, and four of the last five for Forest. Uh, so the pick for me, it is a short price at three to four, uh, but. Brentford, Forest, both teams to score, Mallory.
0: Um, So, my instinct was the same as yours, Forest. You look at the teams and you look at the prices and you want to pick Forest because Brentford are in manky form. Uh, Forest have been quite lively in places. In, well, the last two league games, again, seems like forever ago, but well, the last two league games were wins against Manchester United and Newcastle United. And obviously, I was that quite impressed with them up here. Um, Dogshit form for Brentford, 1 uh, 1 and lost 7. Out of the last eight. They've gone out of the cup. Um, the manager's having a bit of a wobble as well. He seems to be stamping his feet and stuff. They're missing some players as well. I think it's a supporting cast. Even if Tony comes back, I think the supporting cast struggling. Uh Johan Wissa is in Africa. I saw him, he was in that uh clash of the lovely kids tonight playing for the uh playing for the Congo. Uh Fred Yek is away as well, but I don't, like difference he makes. I don't know, but um Half of the Forest squad in Africa as well, though they've got six players away, Baz. Um, and also, so initially I went Forest had to be Forest, but then you have a look. Forest are missing six players, and they're quite important players as well. Willie Bolly, uh near carty is one of their really good players that I like. Um, and now Morgan Gibbs White, he missed tonight. He looks like he's gonna miss a couple of weeks, and he's their best player by a country, Mile. Um, so I had to revisit this. I had Forest written down this, but I had to revisit it, Baz. And i talked myself out of both teams. I don't want either. Um, two below strength, below par sides, Barry. I'm going to go with the under two and a half goals. This very much might be the 1-1 one, one of the week. I haven't put it down, but you've taken both teams to score. I'm taking the under two and a half. This might just have a little 1-1. One, one. I just didn't trust anybody. Um forest extra time as well tonight. So... From 4 o'clock this afternoon, I just saw more and more things that took me out of uh, wanting the back for us. So, uh, yeah, we'll go with it under two and a half goals, Barry. That is 19 to 20, minus 105. Okay, next Oh, they'll tell you about Cut. Bit of peer-to-peer social betting. Uh, we love a bit of this in this country, but it's uh, new to the States. Available in 40 states. Uh, cut offering low Vick, fully customizable odds. And you can bet directly against your friends or other users on whatever you want. Sports, politics, pop culture. Um, you'll get cash back every time you bet against your friends. Social features. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that is US-based and legal in 40 states. Head to KUTT.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And Underdog Fantasy. A great way to play alongside your favourite Fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college, basketball and football. Pick high or low on your favourite players. Fantasy stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks. Maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog, double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. I know um, the, a lot of the SGPN staff here have been uh, making hay on these underdog promotions on the NFL playoffs. There's been some really good winners knocking around, so keep an eye out on Twitter uh, for those little graphics that go out. Um, Sunday, two games on Sunday at lunchtime, two o'clock. Um, what time's that? Nine a.m. Eastern time. It's Sheffield United taking on West Ham United. Sheffield are twelve to five plus two forty. The doors twenty three to ten plus two thirty. West Ham, six to five, um, plus plus I'm going to start with West Ham here, even though they are the away team, Barry, because um, I'm putting West Ham on the naughty step. I'm putting them in auto feed from now till the end of the season. um, For a couple of weeks, they were dog shit last night. Really, really bad. And that sort of drew attention to what I've been suspecting for a little while. And... What I've been seeing from West Ham supporters, what I've been hearing from West Ham supporters, is that they've really, really overperformed. Um, I'm not entirely sure how they're sitting sixth in the table. Um, they're missing Paquetta. They can't do anything. The fans really don't like the football, um, or David Moyes particularly. So there's a couple of ways you can fade them. You can fade them on a weekly basis, take the up of oh, all Um, I've got a little future here. And it's so, like I said, they're currently sitting in sixth. They've got a five-point cushion over the team in uh, 11th. But I think they're going to finish in the bottom half, Baz. I think they're just going to take a bit of a dive here. Uh, They are 72 plus 450 to finish in the bottom half of the table. Um, So you need Man United, Brighton, Chelsea, Newcastle and Wolves can all easily go past them like um, they could fall in a bit of a hole, West Ham. The problem with fading them here is that Sheffield United are complete cack. Uh, the 20th were nine points, and they've only won twice. Uh, the two games they have won uh, are fairly similar comps, maybe. Wolves and Brentford. Um, they led quite late on against Luton Town at home last time. Uh, they were usurped by two own goals. So I think they're live here, but I want a bigger price. I, plus 40, 12 to 5, isn't big enough uh, for me to want to back them. Um, Sheffield United have only got one clean sheet this season. Um, so my way of fading West Ham this week is to give Sheffield United a goal uh, both teams to score is 4-5 to five, minus
1: 125 well, I mean I've gone down a similar route I've started my notes with West Ham um, I just put there an absolute mystery just don't get them don't know what to make of them don't know how to handicap them you know they couldn't beat Bristol over two games before that they had a 0-0 with Brighton Prior to that, it was two solid results. They beat Arsenal 2-0, they beat Man United 2-0. And there was that 5-1 cup defeat to Liverpool. There was a 5-0 defeat to Fulham. They're just all over the place. Like, just can't yeah. work them out. So that for me says you, you avoid West Ham at the moment. But then as you say, Sheffield United on showing many signs himself. So I also wanted to fade West Ham. Um, I also didn't think West Ham were big enough price. Eh, sorry, Chef United were a big enough price to take. So I've gone right bang in the middle, Malcolm. I'm going for a draw here. Um, I'm going to take Sheffield United to avoid defeat. Um, I, because I looked at Sheffield United the double chance and it was a bit too short. Um, so I'm just going to take a chance on the draw here. Uh, Sheffield United v West Ham, draw 23-10. to 10.
0: Yeah, I mean, really for the positions that the two teams are in, West Ham are a giant price. If you just handicapped it kind of on bare form, on bare numbers, you take West Ham every single time. But there's obviously something in your mind as well as my mind uh, from stuff that we've seen that makes us not want to. Uh, take West Ham. Next up, uh, tea time on Sunday, 4.30 30 kickoff, 11.30 Eastern time. Bournemouth take on Liverpool. Bournemouth are Burlington, Bertie, 100 to 30, uh, plus 333. The draw is 16 to 5, plus 320. And Liverpool are the Jollies at 7 to 10, minus 142. Barry?
1: Yeah, so before I'd even looked at the prices, yeah, come into it thinking. Bournemouth are a big enough price. I I could be tempted here. Um, Because I still don't feel like Liverpool have that sort of aura around them that they've had in the past. I still think there's vulnerabilities with Liverpool. I still think teams can get at them. Um, uh, They are getting the results. No doubt about that. But Bournemouth in cracking form. Just one defeat in nine. And they've won seven of those nine games as well. So it's not like padded out with loads of draws. But ultimately... I sort of looked at the, the run of teams Bournemouth have played in that that spell uh, and I think Liverpool are better than anything they've come up against in that period. Um, the only, you know, one of the other strong teams to come up against was Spurs recently who beat them 3-1. And I think that's possibly a good comparison for this game, although that was Spurs at home to Bournemouth as opposed to here where Liverpool are on the road. But Liverpool have won their last three away games and two of them they've won by two or more. They've also had that two 0 win at the weekend, last weekend over Arsenal in the FA Cup. So the handicap is getting hit often enough by Liverpool, even on the road, and even against all right teams. As I say, Arsenal in the cup, or you know it was a late second goal that done that. But despite coming into it thinking Bournemouth, I think the handicap price for Liverpool is okay. I've taken Liverpool minus one point five on the handicap here at thirteen to eight. Uh, so that's plus one sixty seven. Possibly. Yeah, I'll give you that, Baz. Here, Liverpool plus minus
0: one and a half plus minus 167. One. I am um, made all my notes for this game, Barry, and could not get to a pick. I did this at like two o'clock this afternoon and I had to come back to it. I said, I'm going to leave it, I'm going to come back six or seven hours later. And I eventually got to a pick, which I'm still scratching my head about. Like, um, yeah, Bournemouth in good form, six wins in eight. Um, it's home, they've been all right. The last three home games, they won 2-0 against Newcastle. 2-2 with Villa in the humped, um, Was it Fulham 3-0, I think. So, they've been scoring goals. Um, but Liverpool have got some problems. Yeah, they're missing Salah for a start. Uh, Salah's off slotting 97th minute VAR penalties for Egypt, uh, just to change the scenery for him. And they're away formers in Stella. They've won five. And they haven't lost many, but they've only won five of the ten away from home. Um all the markets for goals are really, really short. So I'm going to take a little risk here, Baz, on the under, on the Liverpool team total, Liverpool under one and a half goals. Um, four of their last 10 games, they failed to score twice. So the price is spot on. The price is right bang on the money. So I've got no problem with that. They did score two at Sheffield United, two at Burnley, two at Palace. But they're shit teams. Like, And they're not battering teams at all. Bournemouth are in better form, and you just take Salah out. They're also missing Trent Alexander-Arnold. They're missing Endo, which isn't a massive difference, but it does just weaken the squad a little bit. Um, and Bournemouth have kept two clean sheets of the last three at home. So I'm going to give Bournemouth a punch as chance here. Not brave enough to take them, but I think they're going to limit Liverpool uh, to one goal. So Liverpool, under one and a half, is six to four, plus one fifty. Um... Final game is on. Is this Monday night? Yep, seven forty-five on Monday, two forty-five Eastern Time. So we'll uh, we can have a chat about this on Sunday night as well, Baz. But we'll include it here for the sake of um, getting everything complete. Brighton and Hove Albion take on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Brighton eleven to seventeen minus one fifty-three. Um, the draw is sixteen to five plus three twenty. Wolves are out at four to one. Um, Brighton are just booing along being very average uh at the moment. Long gone are the days when everyone was windmilling their willies around every time uh, Brighton kicked the football and they've only won five and ten at home so they're just too short I don't want them at home, I don't want them at effectively one or two um, when they've only won half of the, only half of their home games against similar teams to, to Wolves as well as Wolves are only three points behind him as it stands, so for the teams to be 1-2 and 4-1 to one, seems there's quite a big disparity there. Um, Wolves, I would take them, and we did say at the start of the season, we'd look for spots to get at Brighton. Brighton do tend to give it away at big prices, but Wolves away form just worries me a little bit. The one at Brentford, again, Brentford have caught some uh, strays tonight, but Brentford are in terrible form, but Wolves conceded three at West Ham, two at Arsenal, three at Fulham, two at Sheffield United, three at Palace. So I don't really want to take Wolves in this spot. That was my instinct, but that away form worries me. So I've pivoted back to the goals, Baz. Um, both teams to score and over two and a half, I think looks a great bet. And it's um, it's odds against Barry. It's plus money. Um, that is 21 to 20 plus 105.
1: Yeah, I'm just wondering how many teams are dead to Mafia in the chat. I was just uh,
0: going to say, James has killed a lot of teams off recently. Yeah, he says That's Brentford are dead to so him because
1: they crossed him. Um, and now Wolves <laughs> are also dead to him, I assume, for the same reasons. Um, they went extra time. To be fair, I've nailed Wolves lately, despite having had a mare early in the season with Wolves. Um, I took them this week. I said I fancied Wolves, but the pick for me was Wolves to score two or more. Um and it's perfect when it finishes with that 2-2 isn't it because you've hit the yeah. you've hit the winner despite the fact they didn't win and i have done exactly the same with forest this week so i do love something i'd say all over and over again sometimes when you fancy a team to win sometimes if you don't fancy the 1-0 just take the team total instead um and more often than not it's done me well this year there has been one game i think where where i got done with a 1-0 win uh, so it's always worth looking out for um I've got exactly the same pick, Marl. I didn't have much written down here. Um, Over two and a half and both to score at evens. Wolves have only failed to score once all season. And I think Brighton have just one clean sheet all season as well. So I was tempted with Wolves. And I was tempted with Wolves' goals again. But we'll hang on to that for a little bit because I might come up Later in the show, when we get to the fancy stuff I say later in the show, we're pretty much there now uh, But the pick for me, Brighton v Wolves Is the same as you, over two and a half goals And both teams to score at evens Ooh, team ride, Baz
0: team Yeah, we have got through this pretty quick We normally uh, Will make us whatever we talk about fitting an hour, but we've gone pretty uh, We've gone pretty rapid tonight Must be the, the gin and the uh,
1: And the I'm ready for a bed, Malcolm That's why I'm rushing yeah, through it. Yeah. I'm getting my head's getting worse. The longer this goes Set on, your... the more my head starts to hurt. Like uh, take your tie off Baz at least,
0: man. Lucy. Yeah. Uh was yeah. joining the chat. Uh congratulating uh, mainly Baz, although we both did all right for his FA Cup picks. Cheers, Lloyd well, appreciate it. Um yeah, we'll get on the fancy stuff then. Um Hall of Fame bets, I will just mention first helping everybody, including me and you. Uh, Win Bigger by Betting Smarter this NFL season. It's a sports betting analytics platform for Parley's player props game lines. We can research NFL, NBA and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Put your picks into the Parley Optimizer tool and they'll break everything down for you. Expected probabilities, sort players by hit rates, all that sort of shenanigans. So stop betting in the dark, join over 30,000 users. Researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven Paul is download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hfbets.com Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with the Hall of Fame bets and get in the merch store 15% off everything. Um promo code playoffs. Um so yeah, go and buy some stuff. Why the hell not? Uh Barry, um, exotic stuff. Uh, I don't know what, what's Courtney laughing at. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go first, Baz. Screw you. Um, anytime goal scorer. I just in that last game spelled out that Wolves have been very leaky on the road. You see, three at West Ham, two at Arsenal, three at Fulham, etc. Um, so we'll go with Evan Ferguson Baz. Proper centre forward, good player. Um, he is five to one to score first and last, and six to four plus one fifty anytime. So Evan Ferguson for Brighton for me. Um Little treble for my parley um is to both teams to score treble buzz. Sheffield United West Ham, Bournemouth, Liverpool and Brighton Wolves. That pays seventy-two plus three fifty. And for my dog, I don't know what to do. I might I'm just gonna give out Forest, I think. Cause that was the initial there's two years instinct immediately looked at the fixtures, wrote down Forest. wrote down Wolves. And then talk myself out of both as mitigating circumstances. But Brentford are in a bit of a mess. So, Wolves, uh, Forrest might go and turn them over uh, sort of throughout Forest. And um,
1: yeah, so that's my stuff, Baz. Uh, right. Uh, for me, scorer, uh, I've got to take a chance on Ivan Tony just coming back and yeah. getting something. It's not a big price, but five to four Ivan Tony to score any time uh, is a nice one to get stuck into. You just feel he's got to be coming back. On. He's a been on you know, pens as well, won't he?
0: Straight yeah. back
1: on pens. So, as you say, a bit, bit of a narrative there. Lloyd was saying the same. So the scorer for me is Ivan Tony, The underdog, I've gone for Wolves. As you say, the, we've only got five games. It's hard really to pick an underdog out of these. And similar when we're coming to like Akers and stuff like that. Hard when you've only got the five games. So I've gone for Wolves 4-1 to one as my underdog of the week. And then for the Akers, I've just got a double, Malcolm. And it's 10-1 to one for the double. And I, and I really like it. I look at it and I just think both of these outcomes have got a really, really strong chance. And 10 to 1 sounds very generous. So I've gone with two picks that have done me well in the midweek. And that's Wolves to score two or more and Forest to score two or more. Um, I back, the Forest two or more was because they'd done this in sort of three of the last four games. And now they've done it in four of the last five games. And Wolves, similar, have been regularly hitting at least a couple of goals. Forest at Brentford can score two goals, no problem. Wolves at Brighton can easily score because everyone scores one against Brighton anyway. You only got to find that other one somewhere. 10 to 1, 10 to 1, double Forest and Wolves to score two or more. Um, I love that pick. It might not win, but I think 10 to 1 is a great price for something that, see, I just look at it and think both of them. Or individually good prices. You're getting about five to two for each of them, um, so that's where I've gone with um, my It's a simple double. Forest and Wolves team totals, both to score two or more, ten to one. Uh, did you throw your dog out bars as well? Uh, wolves. I went with Wolves at four to one. Wolves as your dog.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that little ten to one double bars is uh, reminiscent of the old R sniffer of the week, which you were quite good at, at the start of the season, like where you ferret around and find something. Um, and uh, yeah, that sounds great. Like I'm sure. I'm, I'll I'll get involved in that That's, uh, We need a bit of a team ride right? Everyone who's listening um, I think we'll be drawn to that as well um, And I think we're done, Baz uh, 38 minutes on the ground You're tired and emotional uh, Courtney's enjoying your little hangover, Barry Which is funny um, A couple of, couple of little things Notice the uh, listenership has gone through the roof For the last 30 seconds of the show Like it always does It always doubles in the last minute It's like people are trying to get a loyalty card or something I was there, count me in um, it's still going up, but look at this. up
1: uh, <laughs> every if time. You've just turned up someone... Now, you've just turned up. Now, we are about to go, but whilst you're here, press the thumbs up and press the subscribe button and follow my new TikTok account. Um, and do all of those things and keep coming back. But, um, it's really good tonight. We've had a lot more people in the chat again. Yeah, done um, getting, getting loads of interaction now, which is really, these really old good.
0: TikTok refugees, I think, Buzz.
1: Yeah, they are. They're, they're all, um sort of lost now with with my TikTok okay, account. Look, having it's <laughs> Still going up. <laughs> no, it's so, so on, on the TikTok subject, um yeah, do follow the new account at Toonbars on TikTok. Let's try and get it back up so I can go live again. Um Pat is asking what is a TikTok. Um he thinks we're talking about <laughs> clocks or something. Um it's a young man's game is is TikTok Pat, which is why I'm involved and Malcolm isn't um, Funny one though. Chloe was at school the other day, and one of the lads from school said, Uh, "Chloe, your dad's famous, isn't he?" And she went, "What?" She went, on TikTok. And she went, "No, no, anymore. He's had his account banned." And just laughed oh, and walked off. No. But uh, she was, but yeah, she was, she was laughing about the fact that one of the lads in school was like, "Oh, that's your dad, isn't it? Your dad's on TikTok." Yeah, and Barry. I was at a funeral today, and um my cousin was there with his partner, who I. Haven't really met before, I've not seen my cousin for years. Uh, And she was telling me she was at work, and someone said, Oh, your other half's a penaluna, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a penal. Does he know Barry Penaluna? Um, (laughs) And she was like, I think it's his cousin, um, but I I don't know him personally. Oh, just because I listen to the podcast he does, a a podcast about football and gambling. And of course, she went home to Michael, who's my cousin, and said, Oh, is Barry your cousin? Does he do a podcast for football and gambling? mate? it's like, ah, that will be Barry, definitely that will be Barry. Um, yeah. So yeah, people people are finding out about us in all corners of the earth, like, um, which is good. It keeps keeps cropping you up are everywhere. You're fa-
0: famous, Barry. Well done. Uh, um, Smash it right. Well, that was fun. And uh,
1: yeah, and I'm off. To, the uh, other another thing, Malcolm. One last thing. Um, on. I'm off. I'm off. Ground hopping at the weekend. I'm going to Notts County down at Meadow Lane. Oh, you are, yeah. Notts County versus uh, Stockport. Stockport so, great game that. A Good game. Stockport top of the league. Notts County ship goals for fun. Score plenty of goals. So I've taken the family um less than 50 quid for a family of four to go down to Notts County. So um that's that's where we shall be.
0: Ah, oh, tremendous good. Uh, Send yeah. Send us a couple of photos. Hopefully you get tons of goals. Um, right, thanks everybody who joined in the chat. There was loads of people in. Uh, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday night uh, to talk you through all of these winners that will boot. Um, <laughs> Captain Ceros joined in late doors, asking if it's been night. Yeah, you need to put your bin out in there. Put your bin is, out in your funeral is. suit.
1: Interestingly, Pretty Martin, tiny. we don't have as much rubbish this week, so I haven't got the spare bag, so <laughs> there's no, no like illegal manoeuvres tonight. I'll just put my bin out That'll be it. quite straightforward one tonight. Lots of people have noticed I've uh, had a bit of a trim up top, and yeah, there's been a lot of mention about the haircut and beard uh, trim tonight, so very observant. Yes,
0: you do look like a snooker ball, Barry. Uh, thanks, everybody. Good luck with your bets. Um, back on Sunday. We'll see you down the road. Cheers.